What's occurring, but What's occurring? What's the crack? Uh, not a lot, really. No longer presented by Zwift. Just want to say a big thanks, eh? Been yeah. with us from day one. Not since day one. Well, no, but... Brains, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Thanks to Brains as well. Yeah. We did say thanks to them, but... Yeah. Zwift have uh, gone separate ways, so just want to say thanks to them for the support over the last, what, year? If there's buzzing, it's because a fly is flying around the microphone. It's not us. Um, so, yeah, thanks to Zwift. Appreciate it. Yeah, we'll still be on Zwift, but... Um... Yeah, just no longer sponsoring the pod. So it's about time you pulled your finger out, mate. I think you need to uh, contribute to this podcast now. You've got Norway next week. I want a nice salmon sponsor. Smoked salmon every week delivered and fresh. That'd be nice. That'd it? be nice. It'd be lovely. Well, you got Tour de Swiss next. You could, if, you, oh, if you win that, we'll be sponsored by Lint. What? Lint and a salmon sponsor? That'd be nice. Yeah. Presented by Lint and uh, Norwegian salmon. Yeah. Yeah. Get your shit together in Swiss. <laughs> they sponsor Roger Federer, don't they? Lint, do they? Yeah. Ah. Fuck him. Yeah. It's all about what's occurring, <laughs> isn't it? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's first um, podcast we've done face-to-face for a very long time. No? A bit strange looking you in the eye. Yeah. Um, so, on this podcast... Fucking, this, this flies everywhere. <laughs> on this podcast, I think we're planning is just to talk about what we're doing and where we are. And we are currently in Tenerife at 2,100 metres uh, in the Parador Hotel uh, on an altitude camp prior to Tour de Suisse. Um, so just kind of talk through why we're here, what we're doing, why pros come to altitude, why mm. it's a common theme, why here. Well, So, so why here, G? Why here? Well, why feel- are we here? <laughs> it's kind of tradition now. Um, this is a big last training block before Dauphiné or Swiss, whatever the tour team ends up doing, and then the tour. And um, first time we came was 2011. It was Brad, me, Simon Garens, and Zabi Zandio. Bit of a mix. You were an OG. Yeah, yeah, one of the OGs. And uh, I was rooming with Brad. I actually brought my PlayStation up that year. <laughs> Played it for the first three days, and then was knackered, didn't turn it on again. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was... Uh, we came here because, well, obviously Brad was trying to win the tour and he needs to perform at altitude, so they wanted an altitude camp. Here, it's, it's generally really nice weather. We've been really lucky this camp, actually. Sometimes I've, we've had snow before, although that's maybe not May time. No, it's February. But, um, yeah, nice weather. You obviously stay high, but you can also train low for some punchier efforts. And, you know, he's got the heat to acclimatise, obviously, for the French summer. In July, it's going to be hot. Um, but yeah, the altitude. I think we... I'm not sure. I'm not a scientist. You might know. Um, but we don't spend that much time that we get like big changes in, you know, blood values, you know, uh, what's the word? You know, those hemoglobin and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, but it just helps. I think when you come up here the first like five days, you definitely feel a lot more climatized riding at altitude by the time you leave. And that's the main thing really. And for me, that's a small part of it. The main thing is just being in that real good training camp environment, all of us in it together. Some people have bad days. Other people have good. Yeah. 
and um, stick the knife in when you can. I think for me, coming up here is it's also a big, like you said, like a big mentality switch. Mm. When you come up here, it's so if you can imagine our hotel is not the top of a volcano, that's another 800 meters higher, but it's the highest place we can stay. And there is nothing here. It's a hotel and, and that's it. So it's no distractions. And when you come here, you know, it's hard work, it's graft. Mm. There's no, there's no bullshit. It's, it's a lot of climbing as well, actually, like three yeah. and a half, four and a half thousand meters of climbing every day. It was pretty much impossible. Well, we haven't done a ride less than 3000, for example, mm. you, you, you know, by the time you even recovery ride today is, I don't know, must be seven, eight hundred. No. That's a lot, mate. Let's see if did your Garmin download? Yeah, right. We'll have a stat off. I reckon it's less than 400. No, it's more than 400. Oh, mine didn't download. Mine did. Ready? 427. So it's more. Oh, it's closer. 800. Doesn't matter. I said more than 400. You're almost double. Mate. Wait, wait. I, <laughs> mate, I was right there. <laughs> you weren't. I was. Yeah, anyway. Um, one nil to me. So. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just, uh, like you say, you pretty much, no, actually, not like you say, because you didn't say, but you you start up top and you pretty much go down, off, often to sea level. And then what was the longest climb we did? Kreato actually looked the other day. You know, if we could, the way we went, like up McLaren climb mm. to the top of the, where the observatives are. Yeah. It's 45K, mm. 45K climb. It's like, Nowhere can you get that. So for two hours, two and a bit, yeah, just that constant workload on the pedals, you can't get that anywhere. No, no. The more you do, the better you get. Yeah. And also, weight-wise, you know, you're working harder at altitude. Just living at altitude, your body's working harder when you're used to living at sea level anyway. So you do expend a bit more energy, so you drop a bit more weight. Um it's just hard work, isn't it? Like the, it always, it always, it's a strange thing. Like the first few days are here. Like now it's not so bad. What we're in, we're like seven, eight days in now. But you get here, you walk up a flight of stairs, and you feel it. Mm. It's it's like, it's harder than walking up a flight of stairs at sea level, like yeah. scientifically. But the fact that you walk up a set of stairs and you feel it, it's it's just a strange sensation. You're out of. You're out of breath so easy up here, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Just for the the cycling geeks, a bit of numbers. So for argument's sake, threshold, so the power you can ride for half an hour, say it's 420 at normal sort of sea level. Sea level. Up here, now we can't quite remember what Tim used to say, but it's between 10 and 15% drop off. Mm. So I think at 2000 is around 50, 15 Let's pick an easy number, 400. Yeah, 400 at 2,000. Uh, 400 at sea level, but at 2,000, it's going to be, yeah. So massive. That's big, isn't it? Yeah. Lose 60 watts. Yeah. So that's like another thing being up here, you get more efficient at that thing. So if you can only have a drop off of 8%, yeah. it's going to be better. So and we have our, what are they called? Oxymeter things? Yeah. Stick on your finger and... Um, a sea level is 99, isn't it? Yeah. Up here, like the dock the first day, he was like 87, you were saying today. Yeah. That's massive. Like for me, I only, it goes down to 96, 97. Really? Yeah, it doesn't really well, affect was, me mine too was much. 92. 
Thursday. Really? Up to 94, 95 now. So it's probably, you probably get more benefit. Yeah. Or it affects you more, so you get more benefit, I guess. And it's quite, I think this year we've kind of stepped it up a level in terms, like, I've never had to give numbers and stats, but that each morning, for example, they ask for weight, obviously, this saturation, blood, is it mm. blood saturation level, is that what it is? Oxygen. Oxygen level. Oxygen set. Uh, I don't know. Resting heart rate, how you feel, mm. how, how you slept. slept. And then after the ride, they want you to update the weight again. Mm. And actually, the last three days, I've done something that I've never done and I never thought I would do. But I, I had to um, remember everything I ate during the ride, mm. send it to the nutritionist and work out if I'm eating enough. So yeah. it's proper, like... Stuff that I, I well certainly I'd never do normally day to day training seem a bit intense, but as we've said, that's the way sports go in there, isn't it? As well, yeah. If you move with it, we'll die. Exactly, but I don't want to die. <laughs> it's definitely a good environment, though. Like I think, uh, you know, the training we've done so far, everyone's just in that mentality, like you said, isn't it? Yeah, and that's that's the biggest thing. But um, a bit of news from today, though. Yeah, he had a little crash, didn't he, on his oh. own? <laughs> Poor bugger, yeah. Uh, so we was all ambitious. We did rest day. So we did like three-day blocks generally. Three days on, rest day, three days on, etc. And today was a rest day. So we did uh, one hour, literally half an hour to the calf, sit down for an hour. Over 400 metres climbing still. A lot less than 800, though. <laughs> um, and Yatesy went out a little bit early, did an extra half hour or hour or whatever. And then he turned up at the calf with... Ripped jersey and a bandage on his elbow. Didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he crashed going up Bill though, apparently. So yeah. Um, yeah, he crashed going like 10k an hour. And mm. there was a there was an FDJ guy he said that was like happened to be a couple hundred meters behind him. <laughs> and the FDJ guy just went up to him and said, Oh, you have to be careful, eh? <laughs> oh, that's the worst thing you can say to someone, mm. isn't it? Um that's another thing. There's <laughs> quite a lot of teams here, isn't there? And I think we were when I say we, it was Team Sky. Well, this is the way I, I see it anyway. Like big GC riders have always spent time on altitude, mm. you know, go throughout the course of history. And maybe they bring like one of their domestiques or two of their domestiques or one of the key guys. But I think we were the first team that really said, all right, we'll send the whole team. As a team, yeah. And that was, and now we've got eight of us here. It's 12 of us on the long list for the tour and eight of them are here. Um, and now that's that's like a common theme because we've got Bahrain here uh, with a lot FDJ. of guys FDJ DSM track guys DSM it's a busy busy spot on it yeah because I think um, there's a few places you can go as well in there but this seems to be more popular again um, but I like it here compared to I've stayed in Andorra um, at the top of there it's like 2400 was higher it's literally on the top of a mountain and you just go, it's down right and down left. At least here yeah. there's a bit of a plateau, like, and it's a bit more variety. You know, you come up from Villa Floor up to Villa Floor, you've got three or four different ways to that yeah. point, and then Villa Floor up. Chio used to be the bumpy climb. Most of the road's been resurfaced, which is yeah. nice. That's a long, gradual climb, good for TT stuff. Then in the North Island, you've got another sort of three ways. Yeah. So the, the variety is pretty good. And you know, the one thing you notice here is 
how patient the car drivers are. It's quite, mm. it's got to be the most cycling friendly place to, to ride. Yeah, like, I guess. So patient, you know, just yeah. that relaxed island mentality. And Spanish. Spanish. Spanish a lot of tourists here, but it's, it's so respectful. Yeah. It's quite a breath. And then if you're on holiday, you're generally pretty chill, don't you? Yeah. Not in too much of a rush. You're half cut, that's why. Yeah. Although, oh, some of the drivers up here, like along the top, as you're saying, along the plateau, yeah. cars are just stopped in the road, like taking pictures of like flowers and stuff. <laughs> or you just get random, like guys and girls just stood in the middle of the road having a picture, like, yeah. don't even realize it's a road. There's a like, lot of selfies going down up here, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Just like step out and just walk across the road. And yeah. you got to keep your wits about you along the top. Well, it's been a few but, crashes over the years, haven't there, really? Few, oh mate Swifty yeah. had that bad one threw me eight shit Swifty's was bad I was behind him in that and he was getting some out of his pocket lost his hand off the bars in hospital for to ten days maybe even because he was in hospital the whole time that I was still here and it was one of the first days training oh, um, ruptured his spleen didn't he yeah yeah um, threw me crash once filming me <laughs> so BBC Wales come out for something and they're like oh do you mind just filming G while he's riding, like just alongside whatever, because you need permission up here in the National Park. So Froomey's next to me with his handheld camera. So come around the corner, as we were saying, the car's just stopped taking pictures of plants. This car was just stopped in the road. Froomey just went, boom, Ooh. straight to the back. We were going slow, but that was funny. Was it still um, recording? Yeah, it was on the, it was on camera, yeah. Great I don't know what video. ever happened to it, yeah. Great video. Need to get hold of that, actually. I crashed a couple of years ago when Froomey... Were you there on that one? In Villa no, Floor? No, but I, yeah, I heard about it. So Froomey, like, this car is, like, drifting right. He's going to go right, it's obvious, but he did, he's not indicating. Froomey, as always, in a rush going downhill, goes past on the car's left, so the car slams on. I'm obviously behind there, and I tried to get round it, but, yeah, it was too tight of an angle. Just boom into the back of the car, dented the car. But for the next sort of couple of years, we saw the same car with the same dent. Villa floor. <laughs> Nemesis. Phil Dignan, he's crashed. He? Were you there then? I wasn't. There. He had to pay as well. It was like a taxi. Oof. And um, yeah, he had to go and get money out and pay. And yeah. Brilliant. But I think this year, for me, it's kind of, it's a love-hate relationship with these camps. Like I I like them, but sometimes. I don't know, it's just a bit intense for me. But um, this year, I think we've got a mega group of beer on me. Me, you, yeah. Yatesy, Dylan, Carlos, Omar, Luis in Ghana, and Cuiato. And we just like, had a laugh, haven't we? This FIFA tournament. Mm. Oh, FIFA, yeah. That's, mega. It's good, but oh, it's, just, it's tense, man. Yeah. So we, we started one, and it was, so there's eight of us. Everyone plays everyone. That's like pre-season. Then we did, so that's... Get your ranking. Pretty much 30 games. Your seeds, yeah. Then it was playoffs, home and away. Dylan won that, didn't he? Mm. Who's in the fact of Dylan and Yates? Yeah. Dylan had PSG, though. Like, he had Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi. Like, yeah, two rapid guys. Someone you can't even tackle. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what he's like now when he's got Spurs. Yeah. Shitty Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we, we started the tournament all over again, haven't we? Yeah, with different teams. It's quite good how we do it as well. You just got to... So we 
obviously the first time we just went around the table over and picked the team. I ended up being last, but still had Liverpool, yeah. half decent. But then uh, this time we went reverse order. So Ghana, he had one draw, lost six games. Yeah. <laughs> lost. yeah. So we had first pick, went into Milan, which probably wasn't the best pick anyway. But then, yeah, we went through it again. So Dylan got picked last, but he got Spurs, which are still good in the game. Like nobody no. went for him. Yeah. He's still done well, hasn't he? Bastard. But it's tense to win it. Like, I get really quite angry. The two which... angriest... No, actually, no. No, you are the angriest. <laughs> you were Creato. <laughs> oh, mate. I thought, like... I used to get really angry when I played my brother. But I, I thought I would have grown out of that. But, no, nah, it's just such an irritating Like, game. where you sit is in front of, like, the little mini fridge. In, and it, and the, <laughs> the, the PlayStation is in mine and Creato's room. Every time something goes against you, you... You should blur out a swear word <laughs> and boot the fridge. That, oh, that right. fridge, that that door ain't making it to the end of this camp. That's had some <laughs> severe boots. Uh, oh, but uh, yeah, it gets pretty intense, doesn't it? Yeah, I'll win the next this next game now. Got Arsenal, got faith. And um, what about tell tell the listeners about your your profits this camp? Huh. Made some good money, haven't you? Yes, yeah, so it was Rock's birthday mid camp. And we, you know, decorated the room, had balloons and a few horn things. What are they called? Yeah, horns. Doots, yeah, like little vuvuzelas. And, uh, you know, when the World Cup was in South Africa, they were like, oh, yeah, yeah. vuvuzelas or something, zuzuzelas, vuvuzelas. <laughs> Never heard of them, but all right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, and all these, like, crazy glasses and stuff and a big helmet for him and... Anyway, so you had these ice cream glasses, didn't you? Like, stick really far up and down on your face. And uh, you basically challenged me to wear it during a 30-minute effort up from Villafloor. Which is at 2,000 metres. The top is at 2,000, yeah. Like, a zone three effort. So it was pretty bloody hard. It's like, I was on my TT bike. I was like, God, yeah, I'll give it a whirl then. Oh, mate, it's so irritating. I managed to do the effort, but I had the helmet, like, on the back of my head. Yeah. I might put the photo on Instagram or something. Put the photo on these glasses. Pod. Yeah. To George. Will do, yeah. But did it. Managed to do it. Made a bit of money off the boys. We said, uh, actually, not all of them are paid yet, but you should get over 100 euro out of it. Mm. But also one condition was you had, you had to start last out of all of us. So <laughs> you passed us all. And I was like in the middle of my effort and you came past with these nice <laughs> clean glasses. The thing was, it was like, it was pretty dodgy, actually. It was a good road to do it on because it's smooth and not many cars. But yeah, when I was in the bars, I had to really get my head, like, you know, to look yeah. up because there was so much, uh, well, just the way the glasses were, just blocking your vision. It's a nightmare. Half an hour like that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for a bit of cash, though? Easy money, mate. Pay for coffee stops. Yeah, happy days. Um... But coffee stops are pretty bad, though, here, aren't they? Like, yeah, I mean, uh, we've had one good one at that bakery. That was good coffee. Mm. But in general, but we got the Rocket Espresso at least up here. Yeah, that's yeah. good, yeah. 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 Ghost your head, though. You have two coffees when you stop. Mate, I have a good half hour. My head's just properly spinning. Yeah, yeah. Got to be I'm careful. Yeah. We've got some proper coffee nerds up here as well, haven't we? Yatesy and Creato are like... Yeah. Love it. Yeah, they do. Love oh, it. Netflix dudes arrived today. Yeah. They brought some coffee, which was a good... I definitely got those two on side. Good introduction. Yeah. So there's going to be... Yeah, the Netflix 
drive to survive formula one kind of tried to that was obviously super successful so they're trying to go down the cycling route aren't they and it's going to be based yeah. around the tour so they're here just for us to get used to them a bit there'll just be one camera guy and a sound guy that basically are with us throughout the whole tour every team meeting you know just film everything that edit's going to be can you imagine editing all of that they're going to have hundreds of hours of footage from us let alone the other seven teams and they said they've got uh the, the race footage for so and they said there's which yeah. we actually don't see as um you know viewers but there's 16 different cameras at any point during mm. the tour from different angles motorbikes whatever and they've got all 16 angles for every day oh, so for one stage 16 angles five hour stage 16 times five because yeah. while those episodes 45 minutes long yeah so much to compress into a 45 minute yeah and there's going to be eight episodes in yeah yeah but it'd be it's, it's not out for a while be out you, next year. uae aren't doing it are they they no. didn't say uae no yeah why have they got? Why does that matter? Well, it doesn't matter, but just wondering why they didn't want to do it. Got someone good over there. Don't know. <laughs> Raining champ. Only joking, Podge. Um, yeah, so, but there's a thing, it's basically one, as soon as they film something, the footage is theirs. So if they're filming mm. you and you do something or say something stupid, you can't say, oh, can you not put that in? And the team can't say, take that out. Mm. Once they film it, it's theirs. Yeah. So you've got to be careful as well. They were saying they've had a discussion. They can have a discussion afterwards where the team would be like, oh, look, that doesn't represent, you know, the person yeah. in the right way, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it's still down to the Netflix, Netflix guys, basically, yeah. what they put in, so... Once you sign I think it. that's good though. I think like because I don't think they're gonna go out of their way to make you look like a knob. No. You are just a knob, mate. So it's the way it is, mate. Except <laughs> <laughs> defeat. Yeah. <laughs> but um that'll be interesting. But this camp as well, going back to this camp, it's changed a lot over the years. Like mm-hmm. that first camp in eleven, on a rest day, we used to ride to the beach, have a pizza on the beach, and drive back up in the cars. Imagine doing that now. That's more my scene. Mm. But we also used to eat in the restaurant. So we'd go out f- for a meal. Yeah. A meal or two, which was nice. Now, obviously, we have a chef, um, which makes a massive difference. You just look forward to your lunch and dinner, and it's ready. And when you're in a restaurant, and you got to, okay, we used to pre-order, but it was still, you know, Spanish style, a bit late. Similar thing every day. Yeah. So chef makes a huge difference, but... Um. Yeah, these these camps have got a lot more, uh, a lot different over the years. Hey, also, do what we got to look forward to today? What's that? Spanish omelet. Oh yeah, Omar, Omar. He's been banging on all week about Spanish omelet, Spanish omelet, and uh, how good it is. So we said, all right, make it on the rest day. So for dinner tonight, chef's having a day off, and. Uh, Omar's going to make Spanish omelette for everyone, mm. which is egg, potato, and onion. Yeah. I mean, how good could it be? Oh, amazing. Can't wait. Yeah. Nice one, mate. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Omar's making dinner tonight. And also, shout out to Dylan. His 30th birthday up here this week. 
It's going to be a laugh, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder what that's going to be like. Do you remember I had my 30th of year? Sar, Sar came out for it for two nights. And Yogi's at the same time, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stan was the same day. I don't know if he was here for the, his 30th, though. Our 30th. I'm not I, sure. I was here when Sar came out. Oh, so he was, was Stan out this year as well? I think so. Must have been. I think so. Because I remember Tim, he was like asking all the guys, did you know Sar was coming? Yeah. Because I didn't tell him because I just thought it's better to ask forgiveness than, you know, ask for permission. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that didn't go well down too well. Quite. Didn't affect anything. Quite though. 30th of year then. Oh, yeah. At least you got, your leg, at least you got your leg over. Well, <laughs> 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 uh, at least my 40th, I won't have that year. Well, yeah. never say never. It's not eh? far away, mate. Never say never. What well, hold you now? I'll be 36 soon. What are you doing for your birthday? That's next week. Maybe. Don't know. A couple weeks. Yeah, I'll leave here the night before, so I'll get home for my birthday. Oh, okay. Originally, even if it wasn't my birthday, I would ask for this flight to be changed. But I was supposed to fly at half ten, so we leave the hotel at eight. And I wasn't landing in Nice till six thirty in the evening. Mm. So getting home half seven. Yeah. Twelve hours traveling all day. Yeah. So I asked them to change it oh. to the day before, after training. Yeah, go. You tell me. Wow, it just makes sense. I hate. Don't you? You just want to get out once you're done. Once you're done, get out of here. Yeah. Get back, like whether it's a race or you don't hang around unless it's something. You know, you just won Roubaix or something. Yeah. Then you go big. Yeah, exactly. Happy days. Um, anything else to add, or we go for lunch? That's about it, really. Just um, if you do come out to Tenerife and ride up the volcano, bring a jacket with you because we've been lucky with weather this week. Mm-hmm. But sometimes going down off the top of here, like through the clouds and snowy, rainy, like you see some guys going down, it must be absolutely freezing, you know? Yeah. Well, there you are. We'll leave you on that bit of uh, genius yeah. insight knowledge. Advi- advice, yeah. Yeah. Bring a jacket if you come to Tenerife. <laughs> yeah. And plenty of bottles, plenty of money. Money. No, not pretty much money. It's cheap. Yeah, but I mean, like, you need some money. In case you crash into a taxi and you have to pay for it to get fixed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... Actually, speaking of cafe stop- stops and how cheap it is, the other day, my round, how much was your round? 36 euro. Oh, you done well. Mine was 40, and we literally had 20 coffees. Yeah. Like six, seven pieces of cake, soft drinks. Yeah, a lot. I had a couple of bags of sweets. 40 euros. It's cheap, man. Yeah, it's not bad, is it? So you don't need to bring much money. Just a jacket. <laughs> yeah. Sound. All, All right, right, then. Peace out. Cheers, bud. Cheers, bud. Da-da.